You just started. Yeah. I feel like Dude, we just went two minutes Shoot of really good content. That was good stuff. I'm just talking about what podcast are we Dude, this is. All right, y'all. So this is Elon B. King. This is Understanding a Man podcast. And um, of course, we're just going to give you a couple of topics for today. I don't know these gentlemen right here. I've been listening to them for a little while, so this could come from any angle. I just want to. I don't have a disclosure statement that some people have. Oh, yeah. We're not but, about that. No show. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. And um, so, listen, I, I want to take a moment and just give you guys a chance of just introducing yourself. Just even before this, I'm just listening to them. These guys go way back. Um, and then just even to be in the room, because, of course, Poochie and I have a have a history from Hampton University. And shout out to the, those BX noobs. Noobs are just across the land as well. Just shout out to them. So, you know, just to be in here. Um, oh, I forgot about the camera over there. I forgot about that. Listen, they got a dope setup, you know, <laughs> different wide and, and, and narrowed in angles. But um, so I want to take a moment, throw it to you guys. Uh, you know, who are you what you do? Um, in these in these unsolicited streets, <laughs> uh, technically we're just two, you know, men in our <laughs> very late forties, very late forties, <laughs> very late forties. Yeah, um, right. That have known each other for almost ever, right? And um, We've known each other longer than we haven't known each other. Exactly. Right. And so it's like our, I used to like to put it, yeah. Our opinions okay. sometimes vibe the same way. They, you know, they flow down the same river, but every right. now and then they break off. And um, just after years, we, you know, as you get older, you know how they say people get more ornery as they right, get older, honor. and they don't. <laughs> Shout out they to don't, they, Yeah, they don't that is ahead. a straight baby boomer old school <laughs> word. Is, <laughs> I mean, honorary. That's yeah. so funny. But, but you know, they don't care what they say after a certain, certain age. Right. So we got to the point where we're going to give you our unsolicited opinions. Right. So we, you know, seeing that we two brothers from South Side of Atlanta, we had to add that you in there and make it unsold. Let me tell you, and so I, I love the concept of it, but what I love more is that um, I'm just noticing this even more now that the men are starting to talk. Um, we haven't normally expressed it because you guys go down a wide range of different, <laughs> they go from wings to dag on it to something that I mean, just, uh, sports, yeah. whatever, yeah. just from yeah. one thing to another. Um, but you know, you expressing yourself, and, and you know, there's a level of education that exists there, in my opinion, of men Appreciate just that. of men communicating because we've been more taught to not share our feelings, hold you know? it in, don't um, say nothing. And so uh, that I, I choose to fight that we were all you know raised you know don't cry and don't you know what I'm saying don't be emotional, right? right exactly. We're emotional creatures. Let's now start looking at that's one thing the big mama or daddy said to us that was wrong. Yeah, I, I admit to it, and I and and I. And I I don't really feel I was raised not to show emotions though. Okay. Because I was I was an emotional kid. It didn't take okay. much to get the tears going when I was really? coming up and and you know my my stepfather would mess around me, call me soft, of course. Right. You know, because it hit you with you know right. stop being soft, stop being soft. Like even though I was upset and I would mm-hmm. cry over so uh, whatever it may be. My my little sister, she still teaches me about it to this day. She's like, Brian, really? you so emotional. See, you know, and so I sensitive. Was... But I mean it's playful. You know, me and my sister had that kind of relationship, right. yes. Easily, but um, 
But see, most of most of us were taught like it was four boys that there's five of us total, but four of us were raised. And so don't cry. Don't act like a girl. Actually, um, in the book by Dr. Luann Brizendine, she's a neuropsychologist. And she said that she did a, wrote a book on the male brain and the female brain. So she takes you from in vitro straight to like 80 years old and the stuff that we go through as men. Right. Right. And so she said that uh, for, for boys, um, the worst thing that you can call a three year old boy is a girl. And so because of what the way our brains are wired to walk in this masculinity, right, right uh, from a hormone called Mullerian inhibiting substance. Yeah, shout out to low biology there. So <laughs> it's called MIS. And so that hormone basically tells us I'm supposed to act like a boy. So if I if you give me a doll, I'm going to strip it down and kind of like use it as a sword. She right. used that as an example, right. right? And then they said as the girls, you know, they have the opposite. So, um, you know, you give them a fire truck and she was like, you come back in the room and they're nurturing the fire truck. Or putting right. stickers all yeah, over Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's certain things that we're built inside of. So um, that's something that I, I think that we, it can almost fuel a little mental illness because we're not able to express ourselves. So right. everybody wasn't taught like you. I know right. I wasn't. Right. But, I mean, I still experienced it from because I come from a large family, so I had a lot of male cousins and stuff. I mean, it's always it was always there. The you, pray, you, yeah. Your peers are going to put that your same, peers right. put that same pressure on yes, you too, yes. because they were raised, they were raised like the same that, way. Like, right, you know? right, right. So in the neighborhood, you can't really... Because you see the people who show show that right. get preyed upon right. in certain in certain not in certain communities of right. ours, yeah. So then you try to even if you don't have it, you put that facade on. Sometimes it's in a survival kind of mode. Let me tell you something. I, so I was on the way here, and um, you know, just to to do this podcast, right? And so I ended up taking an Uber, right? Right. Because uh, of what we might participate in. So that's that's an adult decision. <laughs> so so we partake so, in tasty right. beverages. So um so the driver, he was twenty five years old, his name was Paul, and he was just like, you know, if you don't mind me asking you, what do you do? So I would just, you know, told him I was an author, told him about the first book. Um and then I started talking to him about this next book. Um so it's called Understanding a Man Memoirs of a Father to a Son. And so it's basically gentlemen like yourself kind of passing down some things to the young men that they just if they didn't have a father figure in their life or now that we're down the road, right? Right. What would you want to tell yourself? Right. And so um, when I shared it with him, he was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. He was just like, and I thought he was joking in the beginning. And he was like, man, that's so good because let me tell you about me. Went into telling me how, you know, his grandfather sold drugs, his father sold drugs. Both of them went to jail. And then he said, so when, because I wasn't getting involved in that, they called me soft. They said I acted like a girl. And so I never really had a chance to express myself and my feelings right. because that used to hurt me. But they were just teaching me what they knew. Right. And so just for that moment, it just every now and then, in my opinion, God gives me little pieces to say you're at the right place at the right time. Right. Because he's just like, man, I'm going to follow you, man. I really want to have a book like that in my life. That'll be so. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Well, let me let me jump in here. I guess it was a couple months ago. You posted some videos of yourself having conversations with your son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love those, you mm -hmm. know, and, and to the point where I was envious, I was like, I need to sit down with my son right. and have those conversations. And then, and I'm not sure how old your son is. Right 26. Now. Okay. So I, I got a couple more years cause I don't think he's ripe for all of this <laughs> conversation just yet for certain stories or right. things of that nature. But another reason why outside of just being challenged to start the podcast in the first place, like you were saying earlier, how men don't express themselves right. or this or that. Part of this podcast, the reason it's so easy mm -hmm. is because 
and it shouldn't have to be a a, a but or a cause. But right. the reason it's easy on our podcast presently is because this is the person that I talk to right. most of the time. This is the person that knows Man. a lot about me. Now he don't he don't get it all. You know, nobody, I, right. nobody, nobody gets it all. Right. Nobody right. gets it all. Nobody gets it all. But it's spread out in thirds. You right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. You know, my boy Greg Walker might get some. Edgar right. Carter might get some. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, but it's you know what I'm saying. But I'm comfortable because mm-hmm. he already knows. Mm-hmm. He, you know, there's no facades. He already knows all the flaws and everything. Yeah. So it's really it's helped us be raw on the podcast because we had that comfort level mm-hmm. um, and the ability to call each other out. Yeah. So even in this moment, like I kind of like the hairs on my arm are standing up because we went into having that conversation of the importance of being in council, because I don't know about you, but we were more taught if you, you know, other than telling the pastor, you don't tell your business. Right. right. And you can hardly you can't even tell really tell the pastor because you right. don't want them to think something differently. About right. You. So right. It was so backwards so- in our culture of not being in council. Then right. we get older. Right. And it's kind of like, well, I got something going on. And I heard Poochie had something going on a long time ago. But. Should I, should I say something to him? Should I follow up with him? Or, you know, but he might think I'm weak, so I keep it inside and I don't say anything. And so you might have gone through what you went through to help me and another hundred people to go through it, right? right. So we get mentors when it comes to uh, in a sport, right? You, I was saying you play basketball, so you didn't have a problem having a coach then, right? right. So if you're going to go get a house, you do like all types of research and let somebody what? Tell you the, the neighborhood and broker. Right. A broker right. is basically a counselor right. in homes, right. right? You're going to get a job or you're on a job and you want to advance, you, you're okay with um, being an apprentice or whatever case, right. you're working under somebody, but inside of our, our, our culture, our feelings, we don't want to talk to nobody. Right. We don't want to have mentorship. We don't. You don't want to give at least thirds. So at least he can provide something to you that that's helpful. Right. I think your dogs are going off. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to yeah, take a short good. commercial take a break. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh. That's what I thought. My phone was going off. Yeah. Well, I, I forgot. Is it we back were... on? Yeah, we rolling. Okay. Yeah. I just got my whole life just then with a couple of wings. Whew. Sometimes okay. that's all it takes. All it so I might I might dive back in on a couple more, but uh, where we were, where I believe we were talking about from a mentorship and, and um, council council. Um, I don't know. Just growing up, did you guys were you might be like that now? For example, right? That you right. might go to. I was thinking this. Were you like that then? Back then? No, because I think we were still in the machismo stage where you right. know, yeah. But I don't know. I'm Me kinda, and him I'm, just yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. That's a good question. It's a good like question. Like if a girl, like, come on. At some point, a girl messed you up, right? Did you go to your boy and cry or just be like, yo, man, she hurt me? You know what I'm saying? Like, we've all been there. That's, no. Now that we take yeah. the machismo down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't we've think all that been, happened. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. That never but, happened. I mean, but, to, to, to his credit, though, my, my, my like, super hurt happened mm-hmm. much earlier, even before, yeah. you know, even before I knew him. And so after that, I went through that hardened phase, right? I, you know, so I never, I didn't have that moment after that where I had to go share it with him. And we had this, we had this relationship in our in our neighborhood where it was a good six of us, right? That were like super tight, right? And but your bond with one would be tighter, yeah, you know, right, of, right, so, right, so, right. But at different but, but, times, but it was shift. It was shift. Right, it was right, like right. it was like a six month, like kind of like when you're growing crops, right? And you had to 
switch the land. Right, right, right. So at one point it'd be Come men. On, crops. I like that. Big, men, big me and Luke would be the out of the six. Me and Luke would be the tightest. And six months later, it might be me and Brian. Six months later, it might be me and Kevin. And then we've been hanging like that for and years. Hang, yeah, but it, but it, but That's when good. I'm when I'm when I'm close with him, the other two would be. Just as close, right, and right, the other two right, would be just right. as close, yeah. and it would just rotate. It was right. never no like jealousy or envy, and who was hanging out with who was. I think it just that's what because people would be doing different things. Like well, kids, you would get jobs, you would get jobs, so you would have to hang out with the other friend because the friend you would hang out with is going, is doing. Other so things. early, you're talking about like let's just say college years, right? You know what I'm saying? If you're going through something, you're feeling something. You were able, you at that point, you were going to. You know, whether it's Brian or somebody else, and having conversation about your your, your emotions. After high school, I went to the military, so I wasn't showing. Right? Oh, so you so, know what you was taught even yeah, more yeah, when you yeah, got yeah, out I was there. Even so more, whenever you so were I raised, and I really couldn't show my emotions right, then. Right, it right, was right. all, you know, uh, hoorah. So, yeah. It was four years. It was those years and some years after. We didn't see really see each other for a long time. Mm. For a long time. Because he, he went to Hampton, law mm. school. I went to the military. Right. And we weren't even in the same zip code. And then um, where where I want to um, share with the men is that in particular in a couple of chapters, but just overall, you know, what the importance of uh, of just having mentorship and right. having somebody that you can go to besides outside of a sport. We know everybody's cool with it doing in a sport. Right. 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 But um, just like the gentleman was talking to me uh, in the car today, you know, the, the Uber driver and he was just like, man, you know, I've always it was weird. He was basically saying so many things I was looking to uh, to address in the book. And he was just like, then he started talking about his feelings, right? right. Uh, before, I mean, for, towards a woman, right. right? But right before I go there, I, when he said my grandfather um, uh, sold drugs and, and, and went to jail, my father sold drugs, went to jail, I'm, I said, generational curse. Oh, yeah. Has anybody taught you about that? You know what I'm saying? Of the Stuff gets passed down. Good and bad. People get got pretty eyes, and they'll be like, that, "They got my eyes, right?" You know, they yeah. they want to take the good stuff. You right. pass down bad stuff too, exactly. Right. And right. so, um, I just, what are your thoughts about that with regard to you know just the generational pieces? Uh, can you look inside of your own and say that there was something that was going to maybe you stop that generational curse, or just or you mm-hmm. you wanted to start it. something, or you or you perpetuated? Because I perpetuated. I feel like mine. I feel like I perpetuated mine okay. in a way with my. Biological father, right, and I have a son that I don't have a relationship with, right, and, and but and it's I just I did, I did the same thing he did to me, right, basically. So I know I passed it down, okay, you know, in that aspect. But yeah, did you look at your grandparents or your uncles to see if no, you saw they, the same pattern? No pattern there, okay. No pattern there, okay. None. My grandparents stayed together till they died. Okay. Big family, ten okay. children. So okay. I got a lot of aunts and uncles and a lot of cousins. But it's different things. It's not only just family related. You know, of course, you have, everybody. Know, you know, you got alcoholism. You have poverty. Yeah, I mean, you have incarceration. Right. You it's have just, domestic, verbal, and physical right. Uh, right. violence. Right. Because right. you could be a. You can might never touch nobody, but touch them with your words. And now you look down the lane, and everybody has difficulty. Staying married, right, or keeping a, keeping a significant other because you constantly doing all that, right? Mm-hmm. So, exactly. th- what about you, Bougie? If you think about uh, any, if you look back and come forward, any any patterns that you can <clears throat> see, maybe from grandparent to 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 father to you, or even on your mom's side as well. It's not just because. Yeah, well, there, there 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 are pluses and I guess pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. Like um, my dad, who's actually living with me right now because mm-hmm. of Hurricane Ida, but. I didn't grow up with my dad. Mm-hmm. I would see him sporadically, um, 
you know, some summers are not. But his parents, I had a, a you know, a long-lasting mm-hmm. uh, relationship with them. And I never had a bad relationship with my father. It right. just wasn't frequent. Right. All right. So, but on that side of the family, it was my grandparents. You right. know, they were the matriarchs, patriarchs okay. of the whole. Okay. Or the whole Howlett clan in Richmond, you know, okay. and um, <clears throat> because my grandfather happened to be the oldest sibling of all his siblings, okay. so he was the oldest uncle for all of my great uncle or uncle for all my cousins, and he started. So he he started a great entrepreneurial bug okay. that a lot of my family has okay. that has passed down. So I will I can say. Yeah, we can. On that side. On that and side. it goes on both it sides. Goes both yeah, ways. It goes yeah, both it's, ways. It's good stuff and bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. And, 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 and so does. my grandfather on my mother's side also had an entrepreneurial spirit. He started okay. a cab company with his younger brother. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he went blind mm-hmm. um, due to glaucoma, so he couldn't continue that business. But his, his younger brother continued it and is now the largest cab company in um, Greenville, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Got a charter service got the contract to the airport so if you take a cab from the airport you know and then all this was pre okay i'm learning stuff about him i didn't even know this <laughs> <laughs> and that's, no but that's that. you have to take that so some things are good now yes. as far as on the bad side um and not necessarily i don't want to say it's bad no, but it's, because i didn't know uh-huh all right so in years i want to say my my father showed up um in Hampton, my senior year mm-hmm. at, at Booty World. <laughs> Come on, Booty World. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> whole other I don't, conversation. Yeah, I don't even know about, about that, that, but I like it. I like man. how that sounds. <laughs> he, show, he showed up at the house, right? And he showed up at the house. I'm 21, maybe. Mm-hmm. And he showed up uh, with my little brother. He was mm-hmm. like, hey, I got somebody to meet. I need you to meet, right? Okay. I didn't know he was coming. That You know, nothing. Mm-hmm. He just showed up. So I met my little brother then, uh-huh. right? But that was the first time, after that, was the first time that we really sat down. Because my father mm. went to Hampton, too. Okay. basketball for Hampton and okay. everything. But I didn't get to hear Come on, Legacy. And that's another that's another thing that was passed that's on, Legacy-wise. Right. So, I didn't ever, I never got to hear the stories. This is the second time that happened. You said, I'm not <laughs> working you, with you. Because right. it's noticed, Eagles, been, that's why. No, because no, you have to notice. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to put your finger on it when you lift your right, drink I pressed yeah, down yeah. lifting the glass. It's creating suction. <laughs> but, um, it's the coaster, y'all. We talking about the coaster. Keep going to the bottom of my cup. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, so I never got to hear like stories of him in college or what things, you know, what they did in college or what trouble or not trouble they got into. What booty world did he have? Right. So, <laughs> exactly. But since then, you know, I'm listening to him tell stories right. about his days at Hampton and this and that. Right. And we did the exact same stuff. I mean, right. everything like, dope. it's like, even, even like going to parties, mm-hmm. sneaking beer on campus, right. all these things sound identical right. to something like me, Mookie, Ant, Greg Walker were doing. Right. But it's but you know, he just had different names. Okay. It, it was really like it was like it was like we were Instead the reenactment. World, what would it be if it was in the earlier days? It would be like <laughs> <laughs> Derriere uh, Shagland or something. <laughs> Shagland. 
I like that. It's really like, you know, when you watch the murder mysteries and they said, right. uh, this is a reenactment. And, right. you know, we changed the names. It I'm listening to like, stories. It sounded like we were their reenactment. That's dope. And they just changed the names. And the reason why I, I say that, like, for example, myself, the first person I ever heard talk about generational curses. And so um, it was uh, the late Bishop Eddie Long. And so it was like 2003, 2004. And I was just like... I ain't never heard, you know, I had never done the big church thing. So I come to Atlanta I I and I was just church. like, new birth. Wow. Okay. All right. And he was talking about generational curse. I was just like, hmm, I wonder what my curse is. Oh, oh, well, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> going, going on with life, right? I'm married. That's what we all I do. Got, I, got yeah. th- I, I got three kids, zero to three, right? And so, uh, and I'm like, oh, okay. Keep on going on in life. Oh, oh, wait. Somewhere around 07, 08, I ran into my curse. And that is that all the men on my father's side and my mother's side, everybody has outside children during their marriage. So, um, uh, well, I'll just say, let me put it like this, 95% of them. And I have a lot of uncles. I have like seven, eight uncles. Right. And so, um, and then on my mom's side as well. And so um, then here comes my dad did the same thing. And so I met my brother senior year at Hampton. He was playing for Boston College. So he is who, he was a wide receiver. So he's who um, Brett Hast- uh, Hasselbeck, mm-hmm. yeah. that's who Hasselbeck threw to my brother. So that wow. same year, my brother went to the Bucks. The same year the Bucks won the Super Bowl, right. my brother got drafted to the Bucks, and then Hasselbeck got drafted to the Seahawks. So so I, I'm watching my brother for the first time on television. On television. Right. So the first time I saw him, he was um, – he thought he was playing in the XFL. The first time I saw his face was on the XFL. Wow. I'm 22. And so my dad heard of that there was somebody. But never he didn't tell me until I'm 21. And right. he told me because he knew I was going to be like, yo, let me find out who he is. Like, there was no animosity. Whatever you did, cool. Yeah. I want to know who I my brother know, is. Right? Yeah. And then, wow, I'm seeing him on TV. So, oh, okay, cool. So I'm trying to figure out who you are. Right. So we still real cool to this day. Work for Nike doing this thing. But... You know, I if somebody had told me, so what do you think I tell my son right now? Like, listen, your granddaddy, did, your great granddaddy did it, your granddaddy did it, your daddy did it. So you need to pay attention right. Right. once you walk into matrimony. Of you can't do this. This right. is not okay. Right. So I just wanted, you know, that that's just some of the things I just kind of throw out there in the book so that people can understand and kind of know more about themselves. I think we're more almost taught to not really know about ourselves uh, emotionally, particularly. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. I, we're taught to like go do the work and jobs and stuff like that, but knowing yourself emotionally and where you, and what your history is, we don't really do that too much. Well, part of that, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a culprit of this as well. Like we don't, we're taught not to, Ask for help. Like you're mm-hmm. supposed to be able to you figure this figure out. Figure this out on your yes, own. On your own. Yes, sir. On your yes, own. Sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And so, like, I don't like asking for help. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it it has to get to a certain certain degree. Yeah, it's got to get yeah, a certain yeah. degree before like, I, it's got to be mission critical mission, on the corner. Yes. And even then, you got pride. And, 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 That's the state of pride. Even you got pride, and you and you know Ego. your friends and <clears throat> like him. I know if he's coming to ask me for help, I know it's there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I know it's like mission critical. Right. Like because I know him. Right. Because right? you know, he got that pride. Yeah. That pride. Ego is real it's for real. men, um, and it prevents us from. Uh, from, from And so let's just say, for example, right? And so we're probably going to have a, a part two of this, y'all. So, uh, of course, let me, let me just stop for a moment. I want to make sure everybody knows how to follow you guys uh, so that they can get that unsolicited opinion. <laughs> so, I know you got me up here. Open up like I'm on Oprah. <laughs> 
the easiest way, honestly, the easiest way is to just do hashtag unsolicited opinions in, in Google, and it, it'll lead you to one of the shows. Or, yeah, that's the easiest way to find it. Okay. If you just try to type unsolicited uh, Google and uh, what's it, Gramley? But yeah, we're on Instagram, <laughs> we're on Facebook, Unsolicited Opinions on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Automate, yeah, you can find us, YouTube, right. YouTube, all the videos are on YouTube, Yeah, coming in. so, this is what we're going to do, and yeah, y'all hit us back, I'm about to say, we're going to win, 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 we're going to